0: You're listening to Counter Talks, Canada's podcast for the equipment and event rental industry. Counter Talks is a presentation of Canadian Rental Service Magazine. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Hi, everyone. Pat Flannery here from Canadian Rental Service Magazine. Today, uh, we have an interview with Ken McDougall, the president of Skyjack, I sat down with him at uh, Con Expo to talk about uh, a bunch of things, Uh, some of the company's upcoming plans to optimize their production. Uh, We got into uh, electrification and zero emissions technologies, took a look at uh, the state of the lift industry, the state of the rental industry, Uh, talked a bit about uh, the uh, recent trade decisions in the United States. Uh, great conversation with Ken and uh, some nice insight into uh, what uh, he's seeing from uh, really the top of one of our uh, largest uh, aerial manufacturers and the only uh, uh, aerial equipment manufacturer in Canada. So please enjoy my conversation with Ken McDougall from Skyjack. Is to free up some more space in add automation. Is that what I got out of the We're gonna free up space to Vertically integrate more mm-hmm. um,
1: and then expand those product lines as so we free up space because we again for Say our compact RT line, which has already been moved by the way into a new, a new home mm-hmm. a new site um, we were able to uh, take the square footage that we freed up by moving telehandler out and Expand that product line so we can increase our capacity. So take it up to three shifts and be able to spread it out, increase some of the the workflow, the ergonomics for the employees, and really it was it's been good because we've had all the employees engaged, yeah, helping us really play our the lines. Yeah, so,
0: yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's nice. And you, it's nice. And you, yeah. And you were mentioning you're trying to trying to make it as attractive as possible, and for to get some young people in there because yeah. I know it can be a challenge. And Affluent and educated Southern Ontario to get uh, to get uh, people putting their hands up for manufacturing. Sometimes, right?
1: Yeah, it's, on the younger cohort, it's, it's been difficult again. We also compete with ourselves, right? Uh, with uh, Lenimar and Osage. Yeah, twenty eight, twenty two sites in the same city. Yeah, um, it becomes a little. Yeah, I would say problematic. But uh, already inside of southwestern Ontario, there's not a lot of unemployment. Um,
0: so it's, Yeah. it can be challenging. Anyway. Big new plants yeah. coming in Windsor and, uh. Um,
1: well, Guelph will become primarily scissor, scissor vertical mass. Okay. Um, Booms and Telehandlers, Mexico. Right. Um, and really part of the, part of the evolution of that moment mm-hmm. goes back to, um, Believe it or not, the USMCA anti-dumping thing oh. that was filed by JLG and Genie, mm-hmm. um, they, along with us, utilized a Chinese source to build some of our frames. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all built in the same factory, by the way, in, uh, in China. But um, Those now got dumped into the tariff side of things um, as being deemed as being dumped into the market so we undertook immediately to find a new source and where we ended up was a source in Mexico. Yeah. So then when we started to look at okay how else do I expand my capacity and cut down on on supply chain costs if I've got heavy frames being fabbed in Mexico putting the assembly plant next door to it makes sense. Yeah. It's not exactly next door but down the road. As we were looking for alternatives to onshore yeah uh, some of our components it actually led us into uh, uh, what's turned out to be a pretty good move I think yeah Uh, and we're moving like I said we're moving pretty darn quick we were nine months from conception to production out of the first as attractive as that might sound to knock the competition out it's bad I think it's bad business. I I don't agree with the... Now, if if somebody's being subsidized and overly subsidized, there should be some
0: some penalties for it. Um, You have to feel really threatened. Like you have to feel like they're gonna stamp things out. Like not just you, but like the whole industry. Yeah, and I, I, you know, know, talking
1: talking to my customers, I'm not, they're not very happy with what happens. And it's only all that's done, and I said it in my presentation, I believe we're here for that part. it's just going to, the Chinese would, say the Chinese, yeah. the Chinese manufacturers would just move here quicker than they were going to anyway. Right. So it's a big, Right. it's like us looking at an addressable market in China that's huge. No. The second largest market and arguably, not arguably, and more uh, mature, sustainable is North America. Mm-hmm. So mm. they're not going to just give up because they got slapped. Absolutely. They're just going to come and then, we and they said, have the resources. And, and we said uh, from the very beginning, uh, my our goal is to compete. Yeah. So, okay, rather than cry to Uncle Sam in this case, uh-huh. just suck it up and figure out how to do it better. So we'll do the old Canadian way. We'll just drop the gloves.
0: Absolutely, house. that's right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, uh, I think the rental market is good. I think when we look at the rental the market numbers, there's a An anti dumping anomaly that's going on. When you look at the market size of units shipped into Canada year over year, last year we went up, Malcolm can help me with the numbers, 200 plus percent. And there's no, as robust as our economy is in the market. There's no freaking way. Yeah. We needed all those lifts. Right. So, right. I believe they're leaking south. And whoever's bringing them in would be the importer of record, and I hope they're declaring them. <laughs> that's not come. for me to... Nope. That's not for me to... It's not my business. I'm not yep. doing it. Yeah. Um, we complied with what, well, as, again, as asinine as it was, we spent lawyer, good lawyer money, if, there's, if that's a real phrase, Yeah. Um, trying to convince the USITC with the SkyJet's not Chinese. Wow. We were named as Chinese manufacturer, I like, Really? We were thrown in there, you know. Whether, Just because of these frames, which everyone- No, what, oh, no oh, it was more than that. Oh, whether oh. that was intentional or unintentional from our two yeah. North American uh, competitors, Yeah. it cost me a lot of money in lawyers. Um, without having without having the sales and really more after service support yeah. in the market, you're not showing a commitment to the market. Yeah. Um, when there are issues, you got to be there. Yeah. And stuff happens, and a machine goes down. Yeah. Nobody wants it up against a the fence. They want support. It's so actual local. So yeah. we we've done I think reasonably well in all of the markets by having some although not right now as much as we like some machine stock um uh, in country parts and service support in country so whether that's France, germany sweden um uk where am i missing uh, across, your, across europe Holland. yeah yeah so we have all of those uh in, in just in europe and then when you get enough we've got a very good presence in Australia we've been there for quite a while yeah uh, Korea Korea we actually opened our office there in 2020 late 19 early 20 because I was on oh, that was the end of my pre-COVID before COVID was happening whilst I was in China tour uh, oh at yeah the beginning of 2020 uh, I was <laughs> through there <air laughs> meal. so it's your it's fault just, oh, well <laughs> the world started the, that year started out with a with the bag right yeah did, uh, it really did uh, I was in Asia and then we did ARA in Florida and then we were here and then it, and then it was day, here day three it was like yep watching the TV and flights were being cancelled and restricted coming in here from the UK and talking to our said you probably need to Got get, get out, out of here because if you don't leave yourself there's no planes coming in you can't get back Now, the problem with, again, I don't know enough. I know enough to be dangerous, okay? Mm -hmm. So, um, as I understand it, when you're running with the hydrogen engine, it likes to run. Oh. So when you're in a boom lift or a scissor lift, where we're allowed to start-stop. Yeah. So you'll see that, and then we're in position to do that. The hydrogen engine, I'm not sure what's in its current state that I know of.
0: Doesn't throttle like these doesn't throttle. Maybe these in these a
1: telehandler where you've yeah. got more run maybe telehandler egg more so that has construction. Where right. you're doing a lot more field work and kind of things I think that there's a there's a spot well, we, there's people with hydrogen telehandlers already and got nailed because they had moved the congestion yeah. out. Yeah. And but it, I mean the, all in line with cutting down on um, emissions. Yeah. Right, so to go back to your question, I think there'll be some job sites uh, definitely understand more with um, at least having a hybrid um, power supply. Yeah. uh, Full electric, yes. Um, In factory stuff, there's a lot more of these big warehouses and things that um, I think there's there's going to be a move towards it. Whether that's on the automotive side, the be all and end all, or something else is yet to be seen. I hydrogen. So I, I think hydrogen might be Maybe. a more uh, potentially longer-term sustainable option than electricity. No kidding. That's my opinion only. This is only Andrew's opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, when
1: That's look, what I'm here for. <laughs> when you look at when you look at the, the total, yeah, there's more than you have to look at. Any one study can slam things one way or another, but mm-hmm. the studies that you look at with, say, a Tesla and the total carbon footprint to make a Tesla versus an F-150, that the F-150's greener. Right, right, um, yeah. And then they're not even getting into all the disposal issues you'll have with the batteries. This is the thing. And then the mining issues that we're gonna have with lithium, the safety issues you have with lithium batteries right now are becoming more and more evident. As And we're going through looking at different battery options, um it's one of our big considerations It's what the heck like we have to make sure that the, the treatment and the storage of batteries isn't the greatest on lead acid yeah yeah in some cases now start kicking those uh, lithium batteries around and not treating them right they might react violently mm-hmm. um and we've seen cases of it not so much in the equipment industry but there's some um in automobiles and whatever
0: phones yeah that things just freaking start to fire. And you're uh what do you want to tell the uh, good rental folk of Ontario and uh, Canada? What's the what's what's the skyjack message to that? Buy Canadian. Buy Canadian baby. Buy Canadian I like it.
1: Buy in Canada for, from Canadians. Yes sir. Uh, we're there for the market. We um, I think there's more we can do. Mm-hmm. I think that um, I would be Again, this is very self-serving, but that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Um, be careful when you're buying off-brand stuff that's not supported. We're in Canada, we're going to be in Canada, we're always gonna be there. Um, and anything that, I would put the Skyjack aftermarket support team up against anybody in the world, Yeah. in any market we're in in. Um, if you can buy something cheaper, just be careful what you're buying. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I would say. Yeah
0: thanks for joining us for counter talks you can find counter talks episodes online at canadianrentalservice.com or on the major podcasting services counter talks is a presentation of canadian rental service magazine